Welcome back to the Curate Your Life with Timetria podcast, where I bring you information, tools, and tips to help you curate your life and image from the inside out so the life you're living matches the one you've been dreaming about. This is episode 16, The Power of Words. Watch your mouth. Has anyone ever said that to you when you were growing up? Maybe you got a little sassy. Have you ever said that to anyone? Do you know why we say that? Because words have power. We give them that power because of the meaning we attach to them, but it is power nonetheless. We use words to communicate, to share our experiences, relay our emotions, shape our experiences, to teach, to entertain, to influence. We can make people laugh or cry with words. We can use them to draw people in or push people away. And we can use words to build people up or to tear them down. Thinking about the power of words, consider the words you say to yourself out loud or even just phrases that run through your head. What are you communicating to yourself? And thinking about the fact that we use repetition to learn. Remember learning your ABCs or multiplication tables? You said them over and over and over again until you memorized them. Now think about the things you say over and over again to yourself. What are you teaching your brain, yourself, about yourself? And you may be thinking, oh, I know, I don't really mean it. I say things, but I'm not serious. It's just something I say. But if you have a phrase on repeat, you believe it. It may be a low-key, sneaky belief in the recesses of your mind, but if it's a phrase that comes up automatically in response to different situations, you believe it. Say you're driving someplace you've been before and you absentmindedly miss the turn. And you say to yourself, what was I thinking? I'm such an idiot. You're teaching yourself that you can't trust yourself and that you don't make good decisions. Or say you want to eat healthy and you decide you're going to cut out sweets or cut back on sweets. And someone offers you a cookie at work. You take it, eat it, and five minutes later, you tell yourself, I have no control. I'm never going to lose weight. Or maybe you don't say anything particularly negative towards yourself, but something like, I just can't resist a good cookie. Or I have a sweet tooth. What is that anyway, a sweet tooth? Okay, a big parenthetical phrase here because I had to stop and look that up. That phrase has been used in English for hundreds of years, since the late 14th century. It comes from toothsome, an even older word meaning delicious or tasty. So that's from vocabulary.com if you want to go read more. Of course, after you have finished this episode of the podcast, you can go to vocabulary.com and read more about sweet tooth and toothsome. Anyway... When you tell yourself something like, I have a sweet tooth or I can't resist cookies, you're giving your brain something to file away for the future so it can easily come back to it. And the next time someone offers you a cookie, your brain will be like, oh yeah, cookies. I had something filed away about cookies. 
process, process, process. Oh yeah, can't resist them. That's what it was. Okay, take the cookie. And each time you take the cookie and tell yourself you can't resist them, you make it harder to resist them because you're making that groove, the rut, deeper in your brain. And your brain is going to become more efficient at accepting cookies because it has the evidence that that's what you do. You accept the cookies. So let's efficiently and quickly accept the cookies and move on. And every time you make the decision to accept the cookie, you deepen the groove, the rut in your brain, making it harder to change the next time. And if you've ever had a car tire stuck in a rut, you know it takes effort to get out. It's so easy to dig yourself in deeper and deeper, but it takes concerted effort to get out. And normally a guy in a big four by four in chains, but I digress. What about I can't handle my life. I have a friend who says that, and she says it jokingly and dramatically. I can't even handle my life right now. And she's funny about it, but when you say things like that, even jokingly, you know somewhere in the recesses of your mind, you think there's a smittage of truth to it. And what is a smittage? Stick with me, you'll hear words like that. Smittage is a little bit. So you think there's a little bit of truth to it. And your brain will look for all the ways and give you all the examples of how you can't handle your life. It'll show you all of the things that seem hard. Like for example, you're in a hurry to get to the airport and you realize you need gas. And it's just a slang term and a popular expression. I can't handle my life right now. But your brain associates that feeling of urgency with the phrase, I can't handle my life. And the next time you're waiting for your check in a restaurant before a movie and you think the server's taking a long time and you need to get moving and you start to feel that feeling of urgency, you'll probably think to yourself, I can't even handle my life right now. When that is not your life, it's waiting for a check at a restaurant, which may delay you getting to the movie. And I'm pretty sure that's a situation you can handle. So how do you start to turn those seemingly innocuous phrases around? And listen, we're just starting with the little sneaky phrases. I feel like the self-deprecating, really harsh, beating yourself up phrases and talk needs to be a whole other podcast. So back to how to turn around those little playful, here are my air quotes here, phrases and words. The first step is to start to become aware of the things you're saying. Oftentimes, I bet you're not even fully conscious of the thought forming in your brain or worse yet, being spoken out loud. So the first step is to start to become aware of what you're thinking and saying to yourself. And once you become aware, you can tell yourself, no, I don't talk to myself like that anymore, even jokingly. That's called a pattern interrupt. In that moment, you stop and you interrupt the pattern and you do that as often as you can and your brain will start to make a new groove. Over time, that thought will be ingrained and it'll be habit. And with even more time, you'll catch yourself before you even have the thought, I can't handle my life. You can also begin to ask yourself, what if that's not true? When you have a thought, ask yourself, is that true? What are the facts? 
It may seem like it's true that you can't handle your life if you're running late to an interview for a job you really want, but that's not your life. That is a situation, a moment in time that you're in, one that you are capable of figuring out. So first, start to become aware of your thoughts and the things you say to yourself or about yourself. If you're sitting around with your girlfriends telling them what a slug you were over the weekend, you're imprinting that on your brain. Or if they're all sitting around and complaining about never being able to find a man and you're agreeing with them, you're part of the hallelujah choir, you're teaching yourself that you will never be able to find a man. Or I'm too fat or everybody's annoying or nothing ever works out. You're just giving your brain orders to go out and find evidence for those statements. And listen, I've been part of that choir. I have. I've probably led that choir at some point, but no more. I am mindful of what I say to myself and about myself. Most of the time, I'm not perfect and those thoughts are sneaky, but I am so much better at catching them and stopping them now. So step one, become aware of the thoughts and the words. Step two is to question them. Is that true? Is that true? Would I say that about somebody else? Would I say that about somebody else to their face? Would I be okay if somebody said it to me? I bet you say things to yourself that you would not tolerate someone else saying to you. Think about that. So why would you say them to yourself? Step three, start to turn those things around. Speak to yourself like you are nurturing and teaching the little girl version of you. What do you want her to hear? What do you want her to know? What do you want her to believe? They say that I am is one of the most powerful phrases in the universe. Be mindful of what you follow it with. I am grateful to you for tuning into this podcast. Thank you. So subscribe now so you never miss an episode. And if you want to be part of a community of like-minded women who are learning to live the life they have been dreaming about, come join us in the Curate Your Life Facebook group where we continue the conversation. Until next time. If you would like to be part of the Curate Your Life Facebook group, Look for the link in the show notes or just search for the Curate Your Life group.